And we are back. <laughs> that was so bad. And we're back. So, bad. so you know, actually, I, I wanted to end with this because it leads into my, what Selena ended her last segment saying leads right into uh, the need for legal representation in civil in the civil context, which I'm going to talk about in just a second. Which, but before I get there, uh, Dostoevsky once said the degree of civilization in society can be judged by entering its prisons. And when we enter the prisons here in America right now, uh, we find that in many cases they are in very 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 bad condition. And as Selena said, 95% of people who are in prison now will one day get out. And guess what? They're going to need a home. They're going to need somewhere to stay. Um, and so that leads me right into where we're at today. Um, so as you probably know, you have a constitutional right to a lawyer when you're charged with a crime, right? Um, that's the Sixth Amendment. It applies to everybody in the country. Um, if you are being charged with a criminal act, then you get a lawyer. Uh, if you can't afford a lawyer, one is provided for you. Um, and the taxpayers, pay for you to get that lawyer. However, in a civil case, um, meaning anything that's civil, a lawsuit, housing court, family court, uh, many, any, pretty much anything else that you might have to go to court for um, that is uh, a civil and not criminal, you are not entitled to get a lawyer for. And this means that 70% of low-income tenants in New York City go to housing court without a lawyer. Um, throughout the country, that number is about the median, meaning about 70% of low-income people living in the entire country have to go to housing court without a lawyer. Not having a lawyer in housing court is basically the number one reason why people get evicted. It is the difference between getting evicted and staying in your home. Um, most tenants who need a lawyer for housing court cannot afford to hire one. According to a report that was published in June of this year by Mayor de Blasio's new Office of Civil Justice, $62 million was set aside this fiscal year to help bolster legal help for those that cannot afford a lawyer in housing court. However, this barely made a dent in the number of people that actually needed a lawyer. And so that really tells you how bad the, the problem is to the point where it's now become a crisis. On the other hand, landlords, as you can imagine, and slumlords in many cases, are almost always represented by a lawyer. Why? Because they have lots of money and they're scummy and they take all your money and then they use it to spend it on a fancy lawyer. This fancy lawyer can probably outwit you and outmatch you in housing cart because even the smartest non-lawyers who are representing themselves are going to get crushed by somebody who knows the law and somebody who knows the system. That's not to say there are not a lot of really smart people out there that do a decent job of representing themselves. And that's not to rub my own shoulders because I am a lawyer and say I'm so much smarter than all of you. That may not be true. There's a lot of people who have a lot of street smarts and other smarts that I do not have. But when, it, but when it comes to going to court, somebody who's a lawyer is going to know somebody something more than somebody who's not a lawyer. That's because they've gone to three years of law school, they've taken the bar exam, and they have a lot of experience and practice and legal training. Just to give you some numbers, last year there were nearly 22,000 evictions in New York City, and the greatest number of those were in what borough? Anybody want to take a guess? Where Brooklyn at? No. Nope. Where Brooklyn at? No. Nope. There you go. The Bronx. Um, last week, the city council held a hearing on a bill that would make New York City the first jurisdiction in the entire country to guarantee lawyers for low-income residents that are facing eviction. Uh, within legal circles, this is known as Civil Gideon. The reason why it's called Civil Gideon is because in 1963, the Supreme Court case that established the right to counsel in a criminal case based on the Sixth Amendment was Gideon. That was the name of the case. Um, so that's why it's called 
called a civil Gideon. Um, so what would it do? Under the measure, tenants who make below 200% of the federal poverty line would qualify. Uh, for a single person, that means the cutoff would be $23,540. For a family of four, it would be $48,500, which means if you are a single person making less than or equal to the amount of money, about 23500 bucks, or if you're a family making about $48,500 and you are facing an eviction, you would get a free lawyer provided by the city of New York, just like a low-income person would get a free lawyer if they were facing criminal charges. Uh, the bill has garnered support by an overwhelming majority of city council members. Um, it's also part of a broader effort that is gaining momentum across the country to create a right to counsel for those facing high-stake legal cases like evictions and foreclosures. Um, the bill has also brought together a broad coalition, including labor unions, uh, New York City Bar Association, as well as traditional tenants' rights advocates. Um, it also is gaining traction because of the fact that New York City, as we know, is dealing with an affordable housing crisis. Uh, the total stock of affording uh, affordable housing is going down while the costs are rising. From the year 2000 to 2012, the number of apartments that rent for $1,000 or less in the city dropped by 400,000, um, according to analysis by the city comptroller's office, which means there are so many people out there struggling to stay in their apartment and not eligible, or they are eligible for affordable housing, but there is no affordable housing there for them. So the real big question, of course, everybody asks, that's what always asks, is how much will this cost us, right? We are taxpayers. Um, you're talking about providing legal representation to low-income tenants. How much would it cost us? Well, it would cost city taxpayers about $200 million a year, according to an independent advisory farm. But, and here's the big but that would actually save us money. Why would it save us money? Because we spend over $300 million a year keeping 500 thousand plus families out of shelters and at a cost of $43,000 per shelter. So when somebody gets evicted because they don't have a lawyer and they try and enter the New York City shelter system, it actually costs us $100,000 more money than it would cost us if we would just give them a lawyer in the first place. And in the last two years, the de Blasio administration, although they have not done enough as far as I'm concerned, they have vastly increased the amount of financing for tenant legal services. And what has happened is we have shown that the number of evictions in New York City have fallen to their lowest level in a decade. Evictions have dropped to 21,000 in 2015. That is an 18% decline in evictions, and that is directly connected to the mayor trying to provide money for more legal representation. So if this bill was to pass, yes, it would cost us more money up front, but in the end, it would save us money. Why? Because once tenants have lawyers, their chances of getting evicted fall by more than 75%, according to the Legal Aid Society. So providing tenants with a lawyer is the number one reason why people stay in their homes. And when people stay in their homes, they stay out of the shelter system, and that saves us money. Um, in addition, in many cases, people have a legal reason to not pay rent, such as landlords not making repairs. Um, and so some rents are actually entitled to a reduced rent bill or to withhold rent, and they don't know that because they don't have a lawyer. Same thing goes to city rent stabilization lawyers. When you don't have a lawyer, sometimes your your 
slumlord will raise your rent beyond what he is allowed or she is allowed to do because of the strict caps on rent stabilization. And if you don't have a lawyer, you don't know that. So all in all, this is very similar to the same thing that we're talking about when we're talking about the swiping people into the subway, right? Which is, yes, it may cost us more money up front, but in the end, it's going to save money. It's going to help people stay in their homes. And guess what? You know what the number one, you want to bring this conversation full circle to our last segment. You know what the number one homeless shelter is in the city of New York, Rikers it's Rikers Island. Island. And when people go to Rikers Island, it costs us a ton of money. So let's keep people in their homes. Let's provide them with legal services. In the end of the day, it's going to save us money. It's not just a government handout. It's actually going to save you money in the long run. Um, and it's a great idea. And I hope city council does it. And I fully support this. And if you support it, you should contact your city council person and tell them that you do. So just real quick, I worked in city council for about a year in Brooklyn. And I can't tell you the amount of times that people came to our office, they were being evicted for, for no reason whatsoever. And they agreed to pay the landlords more than they needed to just so they can stay in their, in their apartments because they had some lawyer and they had to come and they had to represent themselves where they barely spoke English. I had crazy work schedules. I got evicted for from an apartment because I complained because we didn't have heat for three days and they evicted me and they, I could have gone to housing court but it was too much of a hassle I have work and I didn't have heat so why would I even fight for this apartment but it can happen to anyone whether you have a college degree like me and talk crap every Sunday on this radio show or you're working two jobs and you have a family and four at home yeah no no thank you so much for that and I think that was like a reoccurring theme in the last hour it can happen to anyone yeah. so make sure we fight for everyone's rights thank you so much to everyone who hung out with us who listened to us here in Harlem or who's watching via live stream or Ustream or was leaving comments on politically preposterous on our Twitter feed we definitely appreciate all the love and we see you we do have to say goodbye for now but don't worry we'll be back god willing next sunday hopefully if my car is working i'll be here as well and happy sunday guys just let your voice be heard don't forget you can listen to us on itunes if you have an iphone itunes podcast let your voice be heard at lyvbh radio or we're also on um android it's stitcher and it's and um, iheart radio lyvbh radio we'll see you next week This is for Donald.